When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This week on First Date, which one's your favorite? I don't have a favorite. Oh, man. Of course I do, but I'm not going to say <laughs> it. No, you know. Uh, do you believe you can have too much sex? Not that I know of. <laughs> I mean. What about farting? Farting would be delicate. Uh, depends on if you're, well. I'm so excited to see you tonight. Welcome to another fabulous episode of First Date with me as your host, Lauren Compton. You may know my next guest from Anchorman. He played Champ Kind or Todd Packer from The Office. He's on tour right now. Let's welcome David Keckner. Hello. Hello. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on my thank show. You. you look so nice. Well, thanks. What kind of boots are those? Uh, these are Pira Uku. This is a, uh, a fish out of the Amazon, if you get a shot of that. That's one way or the a other. fish? Yes, it's a 20-foot fish out of the Amazon. I did not catch it. It would be better <laughs> if I did. There you go. That's a better shot. Uh, but yeah, I've got several of those. I got them from a boot store there in Los Angeles called the um, Country General Store. You would there get in some exotic shoe in L.A. Yeah, why not? I've owned a lot of different boots, but these are my favorite, uh, this particular style. I love that. They're very comfy. Yeah. So a little bit about this show. I have a menu here. Yes. And I'm going to ask you some appetizer questions. Yes, I'm aware. I've, I've, okay. I've watched. I've done some research, Lauren. Yeah. I'm excited then. So do we have a safe word? Is there anything? No. I mean, you know, I'll just talk about whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're going to start off with some appetizer questions. Well, then we'll just get right into it. Who was your first celebrity crush? Celebrity crush, Linda Evans. Oh, really? Yeah. I Was it uh, Dynasty or Dallas that she was on? I was in grade school. Wow. Yeah. Oh, she was also in uh, The Big Valley, but I don't think I had a crush on her till later. What did you love about her? Um, good question. Well, at the time, so she was, she was uh, blonde and buxom. I think she always had a... a, a very, Relatable. Yes, but I think <laughs> she had a, a very uh, peaceful inner sense about herself. You know, there was a confidence to her. Yeah. I'm mean, when I think about it, back, that, back then I'm sure it was all sexual, right? As a boy. Yeah. But I'm, maybe the, the other thing was that, yeah, she certainly seemed uh, confident and, you know, knew but what I she feel wanted. Like that's why you have a crush. I mean, you're not trying to just high five someone. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who's, but I don't think I, I didn't qualify it that way when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a crush now? On a celebrity? Yeah. No. No? No. You are the celebrity that people yeah. crush on. Well, I don't. Well, that'd be nice, uh, but <laughs> not that I think. No, 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 because I think. It, see, I'm older, so it seems silly to have a crush. Yeah. What is your idea of a perfect first date? Perfect first date. Um, a perfect first date would be. I uh, let's see here. I think that you meet someone circumstantially. And then you both kind of agree, like, let's, let's, hey, let's, 
I'd like to continue this conversation. Yeah. And that's what it would be. And then you have a true interest in getting to know that person. Yeah. Yeah. How do you get to, how do you meet people? I don't. (laughs) I mean, I meet them through work now. So it's kind of, uh, it's, you know, it's very different now. So I don't think you know my history. I'm, I've, I was married for 24 years. I'm divorced and I have five kids. Mm-hmm. Now, who wants to meet that? A single woman? A single woman. I've got five kids. Well, that just means that you're ahead of the game. Well, right. You, that's There's, right. That we takes some we pressure say, off of you're a right. woman. It should be a single woman, not a married woman. <laughs> it would be a single woman who's probably been through b- uh, plenty of relationships yeah. and is ready for that other partner. Are your kids nice? Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old are your kids? Charlie's 24, Margo is 21, Sergeant and Audrey are 17, Eve is 12. So they're almost all out of the house. Eve's, Eve's in seventh grade now. I mean, so, Eve's there yeah, for a we've minute. Yeah, got, we got some time. Yeah. Yeah. But the other kids are all adults, yeah, and they're all very cool, and they're all bright and sweet and kind, yeah. Which one's your favorite? I don't have a favorite. Oh, man. Of course I do, but I'm not going to say <laughs> it. No, you know... Uh, any day one can be your favorite for one reason or another. And you don't, there's no upside in having a favorite. Yeah. The upside is fairness. And, you know, I, I, I do look at it as a, a, a job, right? Now, it changes over time because you realize what your job was to do mm-hmm. was to let them find themselves. But as parents, certainly from my generation, I think, we felt our job was to instruct them a certain way, which is what the, the way the parenting paradigm has gone forever. But really, it is helping them. My job is to now help them find out exactly who they are. Mm-hmm. Rather than instruct them as the right and wrongs of the world. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, my job is to make, to make them safe and then make them happy. Right. And then with those, that idea, then they should look for the same around them and do and act that way toward the world. Right. Right. But we tend to, you know, apply all these things onto our kids that might not fit. I used to think like this. So I grew up in a family of six kids and my parents were very uh, Catholic. And so I was looking like this. You've got a mainframe, your computer, right? Mm -hmm. And then what's going to be the operating software? Well, they put in the operating software. That's not your software. That's Mm -hmm. just what they give you. Mine was just Catholicism. And very early, like, this doesn't work. Yeah, I I got a floppy disk. Yeah, okay, yes, yes, yes. That's about... You're supposed to start building your own software as, as... that's my metaphor as time goes on. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, I'm going to move on to some main course questions. Okay. We're diving right in. I got right through the appetizer. You slammed through them. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think your biggest red flag is? From For me? For you. Your the, the, biggest red flag. That I present. Yes. <sighs> I'm a little ADD. Um, I'm a little over-involved. I try to make everything good for people, which is, you know, I'm... I'm Probably too nice. Like a people pleaser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you know, part of it comes with the territory. Look, I was raised Irish Catholic, so, you know, there's a lot of shame and guilt, and you're always supposed to be of service and that kind of thing. But then I have five kids, so that is kind of my job anyway. So I kind of, I, I guess I'm a bit of a caretaker, right? Mm-hmm. But you're better off just being quiet. So I guess my biggest red flag is clearly talking too much. <laughs> no, we are here to talk. Mm-hmm. I want to hear more. What okay. do you have any pet peeves? My pet peeve? Yeah. Um, I guess rudeness. 
What it, what would you do if you were on a date? Uh-huh. Ooh, this is a new question that I have. Let's say you're on a date and uh, you find out that your girlfriend is the kind of girl who would tip a great waiter less than 20%. That's not acceptable. What would you do? I would, well, so for whatever reason, we've agreed that either, oh, so is she insisting that we can't tip more than 20 as a couple? Yeah, let's just say she's not like a tip, she's not into tipping really. She's like, well, don't, you don't have to. Well, I would say it's important to me because I worked in the restaurant industry. Mm-hmm. So our standard is going to be 20%. And not to be an asshole, but I'm kind of a celebrity, whether I'm not, I, I don't have an ego about it, but you are I'm, an, I'm, you well, are a celebrity. I'm well enough known that it would be an issue. They get, so you know what so-and-so gave me? So for me, it's not up to me. Even when I have bad service now, yeah. I will tip more than 20%. Just because my thing is don't leave anybody with a story. How was he? <laughs> nice guy. End of story. How was he? Cheap, a shitty tipper. Uh-oh. Now we have a story, right? Yeah. But then that waiter might tell on themselves. Or then it becomes his girlfriend's a bitch or whatever, right? Yeah. But so, yeah, I, you know, something that's, that's not a major issue. It's like, no, we're going to leave... 22% minimum, right? Yeah. Now, if she has a problem with that, then that means that we have something to talk about, right? Right. And so the way to get to the bottom of what her issue is. Now, <laughs> if she wants to be controlling and telling me what I can do in terms of my money, well, that's just not something that's negotiable. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when you go on a date with someone, you really like to dive in and find out. It sounds like you dig and you try to get to who someone really is. Well, I think I have a good sense of who a person is anyway. Um it doesn't take too long to figure out who a person really is. They're either nice or they're not. Yeah. Or they're needy or they're not. Or there's something wrong or there isn't. Well, we're going to know that within the first, really, first 48 hours. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite drink of choice? Uh, sparkling water. Do you drink alcohol at all? I used to. How long have you been sober? About a year. Yeah. Are I... you feeling good? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's the best choice. I don't have a choice. I, I started drinking when I was 10. What? I'm from an Irish Catholic family. Oh so, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a it's been an issue for a very long time. Did you have a good relationship with your mom and dad? Uh, I had a relationship with myself wherein I decided I was going to make a move away from the family for whatever reason. Um, I realized very early on that this is not the life for me. Living in the small town of Missouri with my brothers and sisters and my parents, it just didn't fit. Like I was talking about earlier with software, I'm like, this doesn't work for me. Yeah. So I made the decision very early, like I'm going to leave. <laughs> so as odd as it sounds, I kind of decided like, hey, we're not going to get any closer. Yeah. And part of that is my mother had three kids in three years. And I think she was very overwhelmed when I came along. Mm. And when I came along, I'm assuming I was a lot because I am. Yeah. I'm too much, as you can well tell already. No, right? you're not. Well, in a way, I am. So here comes first kid. Well, he was a little bit sick. And then the next one and then the next one. I think by the time I came along, she was completely overwhelmed. My dad had a new business. She was uh, helping with the books and the business and all this other stuff. She was kind of alone. And I think it was it was too much. And so I, it's, it's safe to say that I didn't get what I needed. Right. And after a certain time of not getting what you need and you recognize that at an early age, you're like, well, then I'm not going to stay here and not get what I need. Yeah. Yeah. So you kind of go out on your own. Um. That, that was a very long explanation to a very simple question because I was avoiding the truth, which is not really. 
That's okay. You don't have to self-examine yourself. I don't think I, I will examine choice. you okay, very good. for you. All right. <laughs> that relieves me of my responsibility. Okay. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, How long did you ever introduce, you introduced your wife to your parents? Oh, yeah. Your ex-wife, I'm sorry. Yes. Um, How long into dating her did you introduce her to your parents? Here's the weird part. They met her parents before they met her. Uh, they met her parents before they met her. So she's from Kansas City. I'm from a small town in Missouri. We met on an airplane, leaving Kansas City, going out to L.A. She'd been living in L.A. I just got there six months prior. So then we hit it off right away. And then we kind of insisted, you guys, our parents should meet and have dinner. Now, my parents aren't forthright enough to go, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> they just said, well, that was interesting. And I thought they just felt like they didn't know what to do, how to negotiate this, because we don't know why we're meeting each other. Right. But as it turns out, you know, in the long run, a lot of red flags that I just yeah. let fall. Well, how long into the relationship or a relationship do you feel it's safe to say I love you? A any relationship? When you're dating someone and you're falling for them, how long in general do you think? If you're being honest with yourself. Yeah. And I mean, truly honest with yourself and you're not trying to manipulate anything. So you're only doing it as a matter of an honest feeling and you, you have a good sense that other person might feel a certain acceptance too. Then I think whenever it's real, mm. which it, now, what do you mean by love? Right. That's the other thing. Because there's infatuation. Right. Right. Love's an idea. I always say love is loyalty to long-term kindness. So love takes a long time to actually achieve in my book. Yeah. Right. So you can be together for a long time, say you're in love. And then what's that mean? That means the ability to then explore each other's, you know, uh, difficulties and foibles and get through it in a communicative way where we both go, okay, uh, I know you're triggered. I was triggered, whatever. Let's talk this through. We have great communication. That equals love in the long term. Now, in the short term, I can be in love with everything about this person, and I hope it develops uh, to a deeper, truer understanding of, you know, our coupling. Yeah. How long do you wait until you feel like you can burp in front of someone you're dating? I probably wouldn't, uh, I probably wouldn't be present enough to try to not burp. Say that again. I wouldn't be present enough present enough to avoid burping. I'd probably just naturally let it happen. It would just come out. Yeah, you're going to burp. Who, who cares? What about farting? Farting would be delicate. Uh, depends on if you're... Well, you know, if you, if you can't help it, you've got flatulence, we all do. But where's the situation? If you're in the car for the first time, like, dear God. 
right? Or if you're sleeping together for the first time, uh-oh, you know, that's <laughs> that's something to be really considered. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know what? You should be able safe enough to go like, I had to pass gas. I'm going to run to the bathroom rather than trying to sneak a bomb and you hope the mattress absorbs it. Probably not going to. <laughs> you just hold the blankets down. Right. Try to keep it all right and hold, Dutch a, oven. hold the blanket down here on her side, right? And hold her and hold it just wafts out that way, but you, <laughs> you don't know. So you're better off just going, you know what? I'm gonna excuse myself and run down the hall or the bathroom, whatever's closer. Yeah, yeah. Why not be practical? Well, what if you have like a series of them? You can't just keep getting up and going. Well, then you should probably spend some time in the bathroom. Like that's a signal that you have an extended run going, right? <laughs> that is true how cold do you sleep do you like it cold in your room when you sleep no i like it perfect what's perfect about 77 76 you need colder oh yeah okay well whatever you need i don't i don't have a demand look (laughs) if if i can control the level of blankets i have on me yeah right do you sleep with a lot of blankets yeah I like it. Not, At 77? I, well, probably, probably 76. We're in the time of global warming, so we all have to be conscious about how low we burn, how much we burn every night. Typically, like I'm in hotels all the time. And you know what? 74 is too cold for me. So I'll put it on 75. We are not a match. Not in the, not, <laughs> as long as you're wafting the farts and I don't have to have any covers on top I'm of me. I'm in the bathroom. So you don't, <laughs> do, you, do you like no covers? Oh no, I like I like it to be so cold in the room and like a fluffy blanket on okay. top of me. Like I I, I like up. I like a, a sheet and a comforter being enough and not being cold if that was pulled off a little bit. Yeah. I, I do like to yeah, yeah, to get, you know, snug in, in the in the covers, but not so much because I'm freezing. So you like it like at seventy two. Colder? Sixty nine? Sixty eight? 67, 66, 65. That's the warmest I can go. So your bedroom at night is turned down to 65. At least. Okay. Have you, have you considered those, those cold, those cold sheets? What are those? Those are advertised. No, I don't like them. They make me feel like I'm wet. Okay. So you've tried them. I have tried them. I've also tried sleeping on one of the beds where it even gets cold. And then that just feels like you're either sleeping inside of a menthol mint or in a puddle. And your fellow's fine with this? Yeah, he's the same way. I mean, he okay. bitches a little bit. He's like, oh my God, it's so cold. Is that an accurate impression of him? He's an old <laughs> Jewish woman? <laughs> he would be mortified if he yeah, saw that. That's good. Then. But no, he's more like, it's, I, it'd too be, cold it's, be- it's, it's better that that's a bad impression of him. And then, every t- <laughs> and then every time that I wake up, I have to turn it back to 70. Okay. The but morning. the house is always the house, the whole, whole house is seven all the time. Yeah, and then I get to turn it down five degrees for bed. Wow, you can't make it just the one room. No, it's it's a pretty small apartment. Okay, well, it's it's your life. You do what you want. <laughs> that that that's that's pretty cold. That's that's pretty cold. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that they say that cold air, like freezing cold air, is like cryotherapy. Mm-hmm. Is good for you. You're trying it's to good convince for your me circulation. Okay. Yeah, not not it's not good. just no, powering just that all night long. You can you you put your face in cold water for a full minute in the morning is supposed to be as good as like an ice bath. No. Okay. You have your theory. Uh, here's the thing. But now, so do you guys cuddle when you're sleeping? No. Because it's too hot. Yeah. That's. I'm the, also just not a cuddler. Oh, deal breaker. 
You can't give me the first red flag. Okay, I, I, I'm not. I'm just saying for me. That's a red flag. I would. I'd love to hug. I like to hug. I like, but you don't like to cuddle. I mean, what's the point of cuddling? Just nothing better than closeness. I feel like I'm recharging my battery with my person. So see, this is where in a in a relationship we would compromise. We'd make it really cold, so that I would need to cuddle with you. Yes. To keep you warm. Okay. Then I have a reason. So if you're being, if you're the cuddler, you're fine, but not being cuddled. So if you're cuddling your guy, is that better? I think I'd rather be the big spoon. Okay. All right. Well, now, do you like to hold hands while you're sleeping? What? Are you serious? I've never heard of that. (laughs) You've never held hands while you're sleeping? Okay. Hold my hand. So you're talking about going to sleep. We're sleeping and you, and you fall asleep like this or waking up in the middle of the night and you find yourself like that or, or, or like that. No. Oh my God. There's nothing better than just, so rather than cuddling, just, just holding your person's hand at night. I've woken up holding someone's dick. Okay. Whatever you like, whatever your comfort level is. <laughs> but never that, a that, hand? Seems, that seems to be a signal though, that you might be wanting to have some intimate times. Intimate. Right? So that's what you were wanting. You were signaling this thing now. Make it work. <laughs> Dip me now. Make it go now. <laughs> no, I love, I love, I love um, touch, you know, and, and cuddling. And, Is physical and touch your love language? Probably. Probably. One of them. You're, you're allowed more than one, as you know. You are? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can have all five. You can have if all you five. Want. I don't need all five. I don't need like compliments. You do need um, words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Yeah. Bye bye. Yeah. You okay. don't like that or you do? I like all of them. Yeah. yeah. I think it's important that couples do read that book and go through it just because what you have to do is find out what disturbs the other, what bothers the other person and talk about it in a neutral way. Yeah. Right? That's the only way you're going to get through it. Because once something bothers you, right, you, if you don't talk about it, it's just going to sit there. Yeah. And it's going to get worse. Yeah. So anything that triggers you, you should be able to go, that, by the way, that bothered me. Now, the other person's response, hopefully, is thank you for telling me that rather than what's your problem. Right. Because they say, what's your problem? Now it's a bigger problem. So I'm defensive. I can't talk about these little things. Like, I need more commu- as much communication as possible. But I'm older. So I've been through relationships. And so I'm looking for a more open field in terms of, like, you know, growing. Yeah. <laughs> Not said as well as I wanted to, but you get the point. Yeah. Do you sleep with pajamas on? No. I sleep with shorts or just underwear. Yeah. And a top. I like so to you sleep with pajamas on? No. I'll wear a, a t-shirt and shorts. But not, you know, if my kids are there, right, yeah. then I wear shorts in case I have to do something in the right. night. You don't want to stop, put shorts on, then go take care of the robber. Yeah. Or whatever might the be. The robber? Yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> or whatever they might need, you know. So you've got to be prepared for your family. Yeah. Right, yeah. I think it's cute that you hold hands when you sleep, though. I love it. I think that's cute. I've never heard of it, but that is really, really? cute. Yeah. Oh, God, I love waking up and noticing that we're holding hands. That is so... Yeah. Do, do you make a conscious effort to do that? I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. That is really cute. Yeah. I love that. No one's ever held my hand in my sleep. How many serious relationships have you had? <sighs> serious? Probably under 10. That's a lot. Yeah. When did you get married? I got married when I was 33. 
I guess that's actually a really good thing that uh-huh. you really had some serious relationships before. I could have used more because, <laughs> I mean, it, no, in the long run, it wasn't right. Yeah? Yeah. But you were, how long were you married for? 24 years. Mm. But I moved out at 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, it had been unhappy for a while. Do you have any tattoos? Yes. What do you have? I have a tattoo here of uh, my kids. And it used to have, it used to have my, my, it had my ex-wife's name there too. And then, so I got a cover up and it wasn't that good. And so I realized I should have done something different, but I'm impetuous. And so I just kind of went all this. And then it just looks like an ugly mistake surrounded by my kids' names. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. So that's fine. Is that the only tattoo that you have? Uh I have one tattoo. What is it? I have a kiss on my left butt cheek. Okay. Everyone, is it fully col- colored in? Is it the It looks whole just li- like a lip print. Okay. So and it's is a red. It, is it your lip? It is my lip. Okay, nice. I wanted my mom to kiss a piece of paper because when I was little, she'd always kiss me on the cheek. And I'd be like, and I would always remember her red lipstick. I'd be like, ew, mom, don't uh-huh. do that. But then as you get older, you kind of miss those right. little things. So my mom would always give me a kiss on the cheek. That's great. And then I was like, will you kiss this piece of paper? And she was like, of course. What's it for? And I'm like, I'm going to get a tattoo. She's like, oh, where? And I'm like, on my butt. And she's like, no. Oh, okay. She's like, I'm not going to go down in history as the one who kissed your ass forever. And I was oh, like, that's not nice. what it is. But it's her choice but then to it decide. it kind yeah. of became that. Yeah. But it was my own lips. That's it. It's, it's, the DNA is there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think that foreplay is important before sex? Yes. Unless you're both determined that you don't need it. Mm. Have you ever had a one night stand? Of course. Do you think that they're a waste of time? No. Are they important? Yeah. What do you love about a one night stand? You, the agreement. That it's <laughs> fair enough. Right? Yeah. You both said, yeah. Like, fuck yeah. Okay. Do you have to communicate before a one night stand? Uh, there's so many different ways, right? Uh, there's a knowingness that like you're just both ready to go. And let's, let's get it on. I think that's part of the joy. The thrill of it is that we're just committing to this thing without, you know, overthinking it. Has a one night stand ever led to more? I'm sure it has. Not in recent memory. Do you think you can take a girl seriously if she has sex with you on the first night? Of course. Really? Why not? I don't know. I guess I'm just programmed to believe that right. you have That's to hold not out. True. Everybody gets to do what they want. That's true. You know? And you could be, you know, the the one person. So yeah, who who cares? Uh, there's no value in judging somebody before you know them and going, you know, is this a pattern? If it, what if that pattern stopped with you? That's true. Right? Yeah. So what if you were the one that they needed to find? And you could go, yeah, I did all this. We've all have it. We all have a history. So there's no, you know, don't ever judge somebody for having multiple partners or whatever. It's, yeah. It's all part of it. Do you believe you can have too much sex? Not that I know of. <laughs> I mean... There are people that have a extraordinarily high uh, libido that might need servicing in a way that could be a problem, mm-hmm. but I don't, I've never run into that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say you've been with someone for six to 12 months mm-hmm. and you're horny. Mm-hmm. How do you initiate sex when it's been too long that you've been dating? You mean you both have stopped having sex? You haven't had sex yet. In six months? Yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be a reason. Are you healed yet? 
this is so, uh, I, I can't, I can't uh, think of a situation in recent memory or in the last, whenever, that you'd be dating six months and not have sex. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack there. I don't. Some I don't, people are intimidated. That's fine, but then then that might be a red flag. Like, well, I don't I don't need to take that long. Yeah. And here's the thing. Then you'd have to say, have you ever taken? Is that always the standard? It always has to be six months. Has it ever been a one night stand or not? So you know, to me, that gets complicated. Yeah. So why are you making me wait? And you were you know, either one of you banging it out earlier. I'm with you. you I'm know, I yeah. am in agreement with you. I mean, I yeah. if I like someone, I mean, don't you, you and you have chemistry. Right. All your alarms are going off. Right. You want to you want to get that deeper level of connection. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you keep hands off in that situation. Nope. Um, well, we're going to move on to my dessert question. Very good. Um, I will give you a choice mm-hmm. between one and five. Okay. You pick the number. Oh, three. What is the most romantic date you've ever planned? Most romantic date I've I ever planned. I asked that, like, <laughs> who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Regis Philbin? <laughs> um, most romantic date I ever planned. Probably when I asked my wife to marry, uh, we were going to a, a Kansas City Chiefs-Buffalo Bills game, and I proposed to her that morning. So the date would have been the Chiefs game, and then I... Uh, Overdid it. I, uh, so she'd had this dream. Sorry, this is a long story. She'd had this dream a couple months earlier that I proposed to her in a clown outfit. So I was, we were in Kansas City, her parents' house. Hold on. And I borrowed a clown outfit from my brother. And then I put, uh, we met on an airplane. So I put her ring on an airplane. I blew up a balloon and put the airplane inside there, filled it with roses. And then I brought this, uh, I woke her up that morning with the balloon and the ring and the airplane and I'd put uh, rose petals in there and I had a rose and I had her uh, pop the balloon so the roses came out. Pretty good, right? And then I asked her to marry me. Wow! And then we went to the Chiefs game. (laughs) That is amazing. Yep. I love that for you. I'm so glad it happened. I, I adore my five kids. I adore my five kids. I do. I love them so much. You are amazing. I'm past fail, really. This was really fun. Good. Thank you. Thank you for spilling your heart out to me. <laughs> it's easy to do. Thank you. Very good. Um, Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Of course. Yeah. Where can people find you? Uh, DavidKechner.com. K-O-E-C-H-N-E-R. Same at David Kechner on Instagram. So I'm touring the rest of the year. Yeah. All the information's there in some type of link tree. Link tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like link tree. Do you have TikTok? I do, but I don't. We got to get you on TikTok. Why? Why? Because if you're promoting and you're okay. into videos. I know. I'm just, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. And you have to do something new all the time. You can't just post something. You have to actually do original material, right? Which bothers me. <laughs> Maybe that's what I should do. That's, that's what I should do. This bothers me that I have to. Okay. Maybe that's the thing. Oh, this is a chore. And I don't want to do it. Then I got to find out a reason to do this. Maybe people could submit questions or something like that. Maybe mm-hmm. that would work. Okay, yeah. good. Good, good, good. So I have to have a reason to do it. Yeah. Because me just wanted, cloyingly saying, please look at me, bothers me. Yeah. So, okay, thank you for this piece of advice. That's why I had to come here today. That's what I'm here for. Yep. Thank Anytime. You. All right. All right, David. Very good. We'll see you next time. And you guys, thanks for tuning in. Bye. First date. 
a glass of milk with dinner? First day, I can't wait. You told your mom 